Come on, give God praise. Thank God this morning for that new name written down in glory. Is it yours today? Amen. Do you know today that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life? What an exciting time. Give our young folks a hand for the Lord. How much we appreciate them, appreciate what God is doing through each and every one of them. Like Brother Chris said earlier, the talents that, that they have and, and just uh, using them for the Lord. It's not easy to stand up here before a crowd sometimes, especially as a, young, as a youngster. Uh, and, and we just thank God that they have just allowed the Lord to use them this morning in such a way. Uh, I'm not going to keep you long. It is good to have Brother Roger Knight with us today and his wife. Amen. And uh, give God praise for them. I did not, did not see them come in, and we're just grateful for them and grateful for each and every one of you. Uh, but if you have your Bibles this morning, turn with me to John 3.16. I'm, I'm not going to keep you long today, but I do want to share with you just a moment from the Word of God. John 3.16. Stand with me all over the church when you, when you have it. I remember a song years ago that we used to sing. It said, I remember the day when the Lord saved me. All heaven came down. I was happy and free. Glory filled my soul for I knew the Lord had made me whole. Then through life after I got saved, I remember there were times times as I would just uh, going through the course of life that I didn't feel so saved sometimes the world wants you to identify what they want you to be amen but then I found out I am who I am because the I am tells me who I am not because the world tells me who I am thank God for that today every word written in scripture was given of God you want to hang your hat on anything you can hang it on God's Word it won't fail you John 3 16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life father I ask you Lord to speak in this time and in this moment to every man woman boy and girl Lord and if there be any that have not accepted your grace in their life in this building today, God, I pray that you would reach down and just begin to love on them in your Holy Ghost, convicting them, Father, in the grace of your glory, bringing them to a saving knowledge of you. And Father, I pray that you would let this word refresh us and those of us that are saved, God, that we would that we would be reminded just how much you have loved us and we'll give you the glory for it all. And everybody said amen and amen. For God so loved the world. I'm going to do something a little bit different because I told you I wasn't going to keep you here long and Sister Rhonda, if she'll come on to the piano. What I got to say is not going to take very long. Y'all go ahead and record this because you won't never see me preach a message this short. 
very seldom have I done this. But the greatest message could ever be preached, I believe, is off the precipice of John 3.16. No greater message can you preach. I remember years ago when I was a, a kid, you know, you experienced so much love along the course of life from mamas and daddies to siblings. I experienced love among friends. Experienced love when I'd go to church. Experienced love. You know, back then I didn't think about it. I, I, it was important to me. How many wants to be loved? How many have friends and family and people that you love just as much as they love you. And in the course of my living, I, I realized it was important for that, for me to love and for me to be loved. I wanted that in my life. After I got saved, I continued to experience that love. There's nothing wrong with that. That's wonderful. But over the years, God began to speak to my heart, and he said, I'm going to tell you something, son, that you need to understand. As good and as blessed as sharing love with loved ones can be, there's only one love that can save you. I don't know who I'm speaking to in here today, but as much as mama loved me, Daddy loved me, and some of my friends loved me. Their love alone could not save me. Throughout the night, I would wake up and I'd say, God, what is it that you want me to speak to the people on this special day? And my mind kept turning back. Anybody ever had that moment where your mind just keeps turning back? And God just continues to just share some very deep thoughts with you. And the Lord wanted me to tell somebody today, Mama can't save you. Daddy can't save you. Your aunts and uncles can't save you, though you may love them. Your children can't save you. But there is one love over 2,000 years ago that was expressed on the cross of Calvary. And the Lord shared with my life, he said, my love went the distance and it went a distance that no man could go because the sacrifice that God sent by his love must have had to have been pure. It had to have been holy, though yet the sins of the world were on Christ. He was the, the perfect sacrifice, pure and sinless before the world. And God gave all that he had on the cross. Somebody ought to hear what I'm saying today. I, I go back to Genesis, and I'm going to share this with you real quickly. The Bible said God made man in his image. Every one of us here today, we may have come from different places, different cultures, different backgrounds, different states. I know I did. But this one thing we had in common, we are all made from the dust of the earth. We are all made in the image of God. Each one of look at somebody around you and tell them, Hey, man, I know where you came from. Oh, you might want to tell me where I came from. Uh, 
such and such county in, in, in a different state. Maybe I come from Stoneville, North Carolina. And that, let me tell you, there's people come from all over the world, but wherever we gather, all humanity was created in the likeness and image of God. He created male and female. The Bible said uh, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, God said, let us make man in our image. Uh, according to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth and God created man in his own image somebody shout God created y'all think I'm fixing to get long-winded I'm not I'm going somewhere God created man in his image in the image of God created he them male and female created he them in Psalms chapter 139 verse 14 the Bible said I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are your works look around at somebody around you and tell them God did a marvelous thing when he made you come on somebody God did a marvelous thing when he made you Oh, you're not here by accident. If there's breath in your body and breath in your life, God gave you life. Amen. Mom and daddy might have birthed you, but God gave you life. He gave you life. What a wonderful concept. What a wonderful thought that things didn't just happen. Amen. The world wants you to think that. It wants you to believe that this just happened. But it didn't. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. After the creation of man, we know in Genesis chapter 3, the Bible speaks of the fall of man. A time when God told them they could enjoy the blessings of God, that God walked with them in the cool of the day, Adam, and man, what a wonderful time that was. Could you just imagine that? Walking with God. And then all of a sudden, the enemy came in and brought temptation. brought temptation and they disobeyed God and they sinned against God they failed they failed how many know God loves you in spite of your fail amen God loves you in spite of all that you've done wrong the things that you're aware of and the things that you're not aware of God loves you and sin may have separated us from God, but it did not separate us from His love. For I am convinced, as the Scripture says, that neither depth, nor height, nor principalities, can somebody say amen, could separate us from the love of God. They were driven out of the garden. They were separated from God by their iniquities. But can I tell somebody, they were not separated from the love of God. What a powerful thought this morning. Oh, when we begin to think about uh, the, the blessings of God and we begin to think about uh, His love and His saving grace, God can come to the lowest of low. He can come to the most despicable place. He can come to the biggest train wreck you've ever had in your life. And God's love can bring you out. Come on, somebody. 
You've been some places in your life that mama's love couldn't get you out. It was comforting. It, it was able to, to maybe help sustain you, but it could not get you out. Daddy's love couldn't get you out. But the love of the Father began to draw you up to a place where you could rise above it all because he brings you into spiritual places of victory today. John 3, uh, Isaiah 59, 1 through 3, the Bible said, The Lord's hand is not short. Touch somebody and tell them, Amen. God's hand's not too short, and his love is not shallow that it cannot save, nor is ear heavy that it cannot hear, but your iniquities, said, have separated you from you and your God. What does John 3, 16 have to do with anything? From the fall of man and the time sin separated man from God. A journey began for God through his love to bring man back into fellowship with God. How many wants to be in fellowship with God? How many just love the Lord this morning? There's something special this that God has done over 2,000 years ago that's been taken for granted so often. For God so loved the world. Four things. I shared this this past week, but I could not get away with it from it. I want to share it here this morning. God so loved the world. God wants you. Do you hear what I'm saying this morning? God wants you. There may be some people in life that have rejected you. There may be some families that have rejected you in their own family. Your own family has rejected you. But God wants you. Hallelujah. You may have been through some pain and felt like an outcast. Or you may have felt like, hey, man, what's the use? Why is the use in living? But I want to tell somebody today, God chose you on the cross. He had you in mind. Amen. He loves you today. It's not a light thing to be loved by God. Come on, somebody. There's some folks out there that don't like to talk about him, much less sing about him. They don't care about going to church. They don't understand what it means to be saved. They don't understand the love of God. But can I tell you, it's not a light thing for God to love you. Matter of fact, it's one of the greatest things you'll ever know in life is that God loves me. Thank God Elijah, when he was in a very deep, dark place, uh, understood that God loved him. Thank God that Paul and Silas, when they went through everything they went through, through the trials of life, understood one thing. It may be painful, but God's love. I'm trying to hurry. God loves me. God loves me. He loves you. That he gave his only begotten son. He went the distance. He gave everything he had. Why? Because his love uh, did not stop at the fall of man. It didn't stop at your fail. It didn't stop at my fail. God looked upon our fault and he saw our need. Love said, I want to fix what's broken. Love said, I want to restore what's broken. Love said, I want to cleanse and make new. I want to bring, bring you to a place of salvation and grace. And if I've got to shed my own 
own blood through my only begotten son I'm going to do it Romans 3 23 through 25 said for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God but being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Brett Gardner I just want to see if anybody was listening through the redemption that is in Rhonda Lawrence through the redemption that is in Freddie Kendrick. No, no, no. Through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ, who is the Son of the living God. He is the Son of God. He is the one. Mm-hmm. Paul wasn't ashamed of this love. He said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is a declaration of God's love to humanity. It is the power of God unto salvation. The love of God compels us. It changes us. It transforms us. Amen. If the world would get a hold of this, my goodness, that's our job. To preach it, to live it, to teach it, to tell somebody that God's love is bigger than anything you'll ever experience. His, my goodness, I feel the Holy Ghost. If the world could get a hold of this, Oh, what a better place this world would be. Oh, goodness, that he gave his only begotten son. He went the distance to make a way because he loved you. That whosoever would believe in him. God don't care who you are, where you came from. He just wants you to come to him. Amen. He don't care what you've been through. He don't care the the, the hurt, the pain, the sin, the addiction. He doesn't care. He is the one. The Bible said, who the Son sets free is free indeed. Church can't set you free. Coming to church services, it's good, but it can't set you free. But the love of God can. Jesus can he can set you free today do y'all feel what I feel in this place I'm, I'm, I'm coming to a close I'm not keeping you long whoever believes in him no one is disqualified look at somebody and say thank God you ain't God I'm just picking truth of the matter is that there are some people in life that you could truly thank God for that very statement because man would crucify you man would destroy you but God will love you God will take what's broken he'll fix it whoever you are wherever you've come from it don't matter if you come from the other side of the tracks or you've been hanging on the tracks maybe you was living in high cotton every one of us are not disqualified from coming to know Christ being restored the choice to believe rests in us whosoever would believe on him somebody told me one time said well I just don't believe I said well how do you know you don't believe I just don't believe it I said well you've heard the truth what must it take to convince you For some people, death, and then it's too late. God help us to choose to believe. There's a lot of things I don't understand. But I promise you this, just because I don't understand it, I choose to believe it. 
because God is never wrong. If he tells me he loves me, he's telling me the truth. If he tells me there's a way through Jesus Christ and the cross, it's the truth. I choose to believe. Whoever would believe in him. And then finally, one of the greatest parts of this last verse is the greatest hope we have is that we will not perish but have eternal life my goodness now to some folk who just want to live it up and enjoy this life that may not mean a whole lot to you you want to stay long as you can you're young you don't feel the arthritis in your joints and feel like you're going to live forever I used to be there but the older you get you're going to realize you're not going to be here forever you're going to have family and friends and meet people that don't get to live as long as you get to live. They stand before God at a young age. And you know what's going to matter in your life, at every age of your life, at, at every season of your life? The love of God. It's going to matter. It's going to matter. Your response, your believing, your accepting Christ as your Savior. You're allowing what he did on the cross and through the resurrection to, to perform a regeneration in your life. To make you new, to cleanse you, and to change you, to cause you to be dead to sin and alive to God. What's going to matter is this. Is that we're not going to live here forever, but there is an eternity. That whosoever would believe upon the Lord would not perish but have eternal somebody shout eternal eternal life eternal life is that important to you today enjoy the love that you share with one another but let me invite you not to ne neglect the love of God towards you. If everybody would stand all over this church this morning. Don't neglect the love of God towards you. Every one of us have come from the same place. Broken, sinful lives. But we have a glorious God who loves us who made every one of us some of you in here right now this is your time this is your moment the Lord is speaking to your heart and you know what he's saying he's saying I love you won't you be mine I love you with a great love won't you come unto me and won't you let me share this love with you this is what the Lord is saying. His love will change your life. Come on, somebody. I want these young people to know how proud I am of them because there's a generation coming up today that needs to know the love of God will change their life. Amen. Every one of them down here, they're going to be the church of tomorrow. I don't want them to bring us into a church that Hollywood creates. I want them to get a hold of the love of God. <laughs> Glory to God. 
because there's addictions and drug addicts and there's brokenness and there's children who don't have, have good homes and, and they're going through hell that are in these schools and we need to raise up a generation that knows how to do what we ought to be doing, telling them about the love of God and not being ashamed of it. Tell them about the love of God. Oh, glory to God. Can I tell you this morning that God can use every one of us. His love extended to us spills out. Jesus said, freely you have received. Freely give. Freely give. God's been good to this old boy. And I am who I am because the I am tells me who I am. I'm not who I am because I conjured it up or, or looked for some kind of fairy tale story to make myself so. I'm who I am because of what happened on the cross. God's love stretched out on a cross over 2,000 years ago and said, I love you. And He loves you today. You know what? His love is more than just comforting. It's delivering. It's delivering. I want to ask you this morning, just for a moment, every head bowed, every eye closed, no one looking around. I want to ask you this this morning. I know you're loved by those around you, and I know you love them. But don't you know God loves you? Don't you know God wants to have a relationship with you? Have you neglected His love? Have you focused on all these other loves around you that you have neglected the love of God? Maybe you don't know the Lord as Savior this morning, but you have sensed His love by His Spirit reaching out to you, speaking to your heart. This today, my friend, is God saying, I love you, and I'm choosing you. You're not disqualified. I want to take you on a journey that will ultimately lead into my presence when this life is over, where we'll never part again. If you don't know the Lord as your Savior, today is a great day to make that decision. I want to ask you, no one looking around, please, for a moment. I want to ask you this morning, don't you think your life is that important? I know that you've got responsibilities. I know that you, 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 you're living life and, and you've got some, some things that you, have to, that you have to be responsible to, some people you have to be responsible. But, but can I tell you that your life is important to God? And you, you need to know your life is that important. And if you don't know the Lord as your Savior this morning, I want to ask you all over the church to just start praying right now. I want you to just pray right now where you're at. I'm not going to keep you long, but I want to give you this opportunity. If you don't know the Lord as your Savior, it would be foolish of me to not give you an opportunity to step into this grace to step into the arms of God this morning through Christ Jesus. 
It would be foolish of me to say, okay, let's pray and go home. If the Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart today, don't be ashamed. Nobody sitting in this building can love you like he can. Nobody in this building can love you and save you, but he can. Nobody in this building can do for you what the Lord can do for you. So don't be ashamed. Be grateful today that God chose and is choosing you. Oh, hallelujah. I'm not my son. Oh, will you come? Will you? If you want to get somebody to come with you, this altar's open. Preacher, I, I, I want to walk into the arms of the Lord. I need to know Jesus as my Savior. I accept this great love God has for me through the cross. If you need to come, come right now, if you will. People pray. Pray all across this church. Don't you be ashamed. You step out and say, thank you, Lord, that you love me. Thank you that you chose me. Thank you that you pointed me out. And you have spoken to my heart today. Glory to God. All over this house. While these are coming, will there be others that are come? Just come on, if you will, right now. And we're going to close. I want everybody that loves the Lord and is grateful for His love to come right now. And just stand around these altars together in solidarity. And just begin to love on the Lord. Just worship Him just for a few moments. Before we dismiss, if there's any that need to come to the Lord, you can come now. Amen. While all these are coming today. Oh, what great love the Father has for us.